Hi, this is Brazelle X Reina with Freak Me Harder Sex Talk. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me, the host. I think it's super important for you to get to know the host before I start the show because the show is going to be an epic, incredible show. I think because we are talking about, or I am talking about, all different types of beautiful experiences with sex, experience, great experiences and um, bad experiences, what men think and what females think, okay? And um, me, I am a single mother. I am a single mother of two boys, okay? I am currently um, enrolled in school. Um, I'm studying pre-med with a double major in psychology and a minor in English studies. Um, I work for a politician. Um, Let's see. I am very um, busy. I'm a free-spirited woman. Um, I don't judge people at all. I look at life as either a learning experience or um, a, you know, something to dive in and just learn from, you know. Um, I love sex. I love all different types of sex. Um, That's what made me get into the show because I'm such a sex, um, like a sex fiend, like a nympho. I love sex. I'm very safe with my sex, you know, I'm very safe, I do not, I'm very, I'm single, you know, I do not, I'm not with anyone at the current time, um, I'm very secretive, I'm a retired stripper, I used to strip for a long time, for many years, um, so, you know, I do have an S&M fetish, um, so, uh, I will reveal the, the type of fetish that I like in the episodes to come because I feel like it, revealing it then will keep you guys, po- will keep you guys wanting more. And besides, you know, I don't want to just dive in and say, oh, this is what I like, you know, this is my s type of fetish. Um, so I like, uh, specific things that that is a major turn on for me. Um, I will have special guests. Um, I hope to have celebrity guests um, on my show, definitely, you know, because uh, I feel that celebrities, um, they love to talk about sex, regular people, you know, us, um, everyday people. Um, I hope to have um, different callers um, share their experiences along with the type of episodes that I have for my podcast. And I hope that everyone enjoys it. Now, with that, um, Brazil X Reina is a very, very, um, very, um, like, very woke type of person. Like, I really, really... I'm not the type of person to be so, like, gullible, and um, that's why I feel like I'm the perfect host for this type of podcast, because, you know, I just look at 
sex from all different types of views, from all angles. Um, Growing up as a kid, I was always, you know, I was a little dorky and I didn't have many friends. So, like, I grew up like this dorky girl and then I you know, I, you know, I was always very smart in school and things of that nature. And then like, you know, into adulthood, I just, um, you know, I kind of branched off late because, you know, I was a woman that got married very early. So, you know, I was married, um, for many years, for about 11 years from like straight out of high school and then um I had uh, got divorced and I kind of branched out and um you know just got to know me I don't think um you know with uh society people really get to know them you know a lot of times as people we get caught up in um you know uh doing what people want us to do what is quote-unquote right and wrong is there a right and wrong in society to be honest is there okay like me personally I do not think that there is a right and wrong I personally think with our psyche there is right and wrong and what we feel is right and wrong you know um you know me personally I just feel that every I started to learn that that every decision that I made was not because of, you know, other people, like, every decision shouldn't be reflected on what people felt was okay, or safe, or good, every decision relies on Brazil X Reina, that's what decision relies on, and that, my friend, is how I became comfortable with my sex, you know, um, And I don't, I'm comfortable with sex talk. I don't care who I'm talking to. You could be 100 years old. Um, You know, of course not kids because, you know, this is an adult podcast. But, you know, as far as people in general, at the dinner table with friends, I'm very comfortable with talking about sex. These days, uh, people are not comfortable with talking about sex. And I would say for on a woman... You know, women out here, they're very prudish and they're like, "Mm, you know, I don't want to talk about that. And it's like, why? Or they're very prudish in what they do for their man and how they do it and how it plays out. And, you know, we see couples, you know, they get cheated on and they um, they wonder why, you know. But I think a lot of times when people get cheated on, it's because they are reflecting on what people think is good and they follow other people's opinions, you know, and they do what other their girlfriends think is right, you know, and we're going to talk a lot about that in my upcoming episodes, what other people, you know, sometimes with their male friends, the bro codes, you know, and then with the females and the female codes and everybody gives their opinions and they get so caught up. People get so caught up. And, oh, I need to do this to reflect a per- a perfect relationship. And, and what happens is, you know, the relationship does not go well. And, you know, uh, the people in the relationship start branching off to fill those voids that uh, the relationship lacks. You know, and in my relationship, I've, uh, you know, I to be honest with you, 
I've never had that problem um, with filling filling the void. Void. I think that the opposite. Um, my partner um, would have that problem with self confidence because I'm a very, very, very confident woman, baby. I know that I'm sexy, and that's just within. It doesn't have anything to do with my outer exterior. It's just what I feel in my heart, and I think that is the first the very first thing that you have to accept before you even have sex and enjoy it. You have to know that you are the fucking shit and you dominate this fucking relationship or this man or this, you know, this person at this time. And you are everything. And this person can't take that away from you. And once you find that out, honey, you are something. You are a force to be reckoned with with that. You know, and, um, you know, uh, me, you know, uh, thinking of this type of podcast, I don't really know that many people that are openly, um, speaking on it and, um, you know, the art of sex. And I feel that sex is an art. And since I love sex so much, I just want to embrace it talk about it, talk about the great issues, the phenomenal issues, talk about the bad issues, you know, and I want to involve people. I'm growing, growing up, I've had, you know, people that I looked up to, um, you know, the Josephine Bakers, the Marilyn Monroe's, um, that, I mean, I influenced me, you know, I loved, um, Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, I love Playboy, I'm also bisexual. I'm very, very um, open with women. I love women. Um, I feel that they're so, so soft and so beautiful. And um, I respect them. Um, I I love them just as much as I love, I would love a man. And I just feel that because I am bisexual, there is just more to me to love, you know? And that is something else I will talk about. Um, you know, um, other people that have, uh, that are, you know, um, either gay or straight or bisexual. Me in my life, I find, I find being bisexual, as bisexual woman, it is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal experience. And it's not an experience the way, like, the general public or some men think of it. You know, oh, you know, this is great. You know, like I've done three sons and they're like born to me. I'm, uh, I'm 39 now. So I've been there and done a lot of things, a lot of things. Okay. And I just want to say that, um, you know, three sons. Well, okay. First, like, um, you know, we're talking about me here, nobody else, because you're getting to know me. And with, um, you know, my sexual partners, I will leave them anonymous. Uh, you know, they'll want to do a threesome with a woman and they'll say, oh my God, this is going to be great. But what they don't understand is in my, in my experience, the woman always wants me and just me. And the experience with the guy is like, yeah, you know, like, you know, sit back, you can watch, but this is really about us because women dominate, uh, I feel they dominate, um, what is the word that I'm looking for? They dominate, um, foreplay. Uh, men don't dominate foreplay. You know, women, 
I, I think the women that I've known and from the experience in my life, we dominate foreplay. And I think that's where sex gets lacked because men are so, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to do it hard and it's going to be this big and it's going to rock your freaking world, right? And no, that's not going to do it. Like you have to give foreplay heavy. You have to give that foreplay along with that big you know, that big anaconda or whatever. Um, it could be small too, but I think what sex, what gives that sex that, that phenomenal pleasure is either one, if you're in love with the person, you know, being in love could give so much, uh, so much, um, it could give so, so much credibility behind the sexual encounter, being in love and also just, just just knowing how to like you know just to give that foreplay the kissing the touching the caressing you know the whispering the licking the you know um the strawberries the you know the chocolate things of that nature like you know slowly caressing a woman that is what that dominates in a you know, in a bisexual relationship. And that's what makes sex wonderful with women is that we dominate foreplay. You know, you know that, you know, we, we don't have anything to insert, you know, unless we buy a toy, but what dom, what makes it incredible is that we are, uh, we are embracing the foreplay, if, if you will. And that is what makes us, oh, like, this is going to be an incredible orgasm. Um, okay, so let's talk about orgasms. Um, let's see, in my lifetime, (laughs) you know, being a young woman, I haven't had many, um, but I could tell you, I could make myself, you know, I can make myself come in, like, five seconds. Um, orgasms are a big thing in my life, you know, and, uh, I feel that you have to teach your partner how to give you an orgasm. They're not just going to happen. Um, even in a relationship, don't be, you know, don't be like crapped out if you don't get an orgasm and you're like secretly faking it. Um, you really have to teach your significant other how, how to do that because, For me, I am a woman that teaches her either significant other or a person that I'm just fucking for that moment (laughs) how to give me an orgasm because I feel orgasms are very important. What's the point of having sex with me, baby, if you're not going to give me that? That it's like the cookie in the cookie jar, okay? Um, I need that. The orgasm is what I need. That's the point of sexual embracement, okay? And so I've told you that, um, I am a retired stripper and I was a, you know, a stripper for many years. Um, uh, I love it. And I think that's what makes me fun for, for sex, you know, with my partners, uh, when I'm with someone, um, let's see. I also work with, uh, for a politician and no, I will not share who in particular, because that is a secret, um, so, uh, I will remain anonymous on who I work for as a politician. Okay. Um, and I shared a little bit of my young life of, a you know, child growing up and how I w- was and what I grown up to become. Um, and, uh, I told you that I am also a pre-med student. 
studying medicine with a double major in psychology um, and a minor in English studies. And one thing about psychology is psychology has, I would say, a 90... A 90% effect on sex. It's all about what your brain interprets. And correct me if I'm wrong, baby. Because your brain interprets so much. And we have, like, super, 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 like, awesome experiences from sex. From how we feel and what we think. And what people make us think that we are and what we feel. If a person don't doesn't make us feel that um that we're like these these guys in the bedroom, then we're not gonna feel it unless we have that confidence, that self-confidence to rock a person's world, which I'm gonna teach you guys, my listeners, I'm gonna teach you guys how to have that self-confidence that I I have to give it a name. I have to give it like a I would say, like, a Zeus-ery, a Zeus, like Zeus the God. How to have that Zeus confidence in, like, a man having that in a woman. And the woman having that, I don't know what to give it, but I'm going to teach women how, how to get that confidence to rock a man's world and to know that you are the shit in the bedroom. You are everything. And, um... You know, talking about myself, as you can see, you know that I am and I always will be the shit in the bedroom. And I just feel that way because I know it. I just know it. That is just my, that is me. And that is what I believe because my confidence is there. And, um, you know, nobody doesn't have to physically know it with me. But you will hear that all the time because I dominate the bedroom baby and I love love absolutely love sex so um let's see oh um you know I'm definitely a hustler I'm also I I don't know how I can forget to tell you guys this but I just do so much in my life that sometimes I leave things out I am a tattoo artist I have been a tattoo artist for about 10 years okay um, I am a tattoo artist. I have tattoos all over my body. I have piercings. Um, I have been in the tattoo game more than 20 years, but I became a model. Um, I've, I've been modeling tattooing for about 10 years. It, it consists of a lot because I do have to travel and, um, you know, and juggle my personal life as a mother and also, you know, working my full-time job, the main job that I have. Um, that is also a, a job that I am, you know, incredibly, I feel incredible about because I love tattoos and I feel that tattoos have a lot with, um, you know, just showing my freaky side, you know, showing my freaky side and, um, you know, it has a lot to do with um showing my dominatrix I mean we'll get more we'll get more into that later on in other episodes but tattooing in S&M and uh that 
and, and other things that are a little bit dark and devious and ominous that goes hand in hand with tattooing. I'm going to tell you right now. I just know that. Okay. And, um, you know, I'll have people to either give their opinions about it and why they feel that it's not, but I do feel that it plays a big part in, uh, the sex game. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've been tattooing. I have a lot of tattoos. I'll go on what I feel that my tattoos mean, um, later on in the episodes because I have too many. Um, let's see, I have, uh, I just have so many tattoos. So I am going to head out and I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode with me, Bristol X Rana, giving her, um, her um, introduction of who she is, who, you know, and what I am about and what I'm going to bring to the table. I want you guys to tune in every Saturday for an epic fun of uh, sexual and um, sexual talk. And uh, we will, we will dive right in. There will not, we're not going to, you know, put our feet in the water and test it. We're going to jump right in that pool. So I hope all of you are ready. I hope all of you are ready for some sexy, erotic fun. Sexy, erotic fun with Brazil, Serena. I hope that you tune in, baby, because I want you to. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear from my listeners. And I want to know that you guys are enjoying yourselves. And please um, give your opinions on what you feel that you would like for me to talk about on my podcast. I will definitely take in, into consideration and uh, I will have that as a topic on our show. Okay, so, um, you know, I'm going to head out and, you know, I love you all and uh, have safe sex, practice safe sex and uh, until next time. Brazil X Reina, I love you. Bye. Welcome to Freak Me Harder Erotic Sex Talk Baby, and this is x your host. I have a sexy, hot and heavy jam-packed show for you today. Show's topics consist of orgasms, all my pajamas is leather, which is a segment that we will have every week, and in this segment, we will talk about different fetishes and obsessions with sex. Um, how to have fun, amazing sex with your partner, and sex and science. Before we get into my show, I wanted to touch on a challenge that annoyed the hell out of me. Now, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this challenge, but this challenge was called the Cucumber Challenge, and this was all over social media, baby. This was like everywhere, and, and it was just, you know, from... Everywhere I turned, I saw a woman sucking on a cucumber and also inserting them. Now, um, whatever floats your boat, um, whatever pleases you, um, that's fine. You know, I don't judge. This is why I opened this podcast because I will be talking about everything. If you have no idea what everything means, you will find out in the coming weeks, in the coming weeks and uh, episodes that I talk about everything. I don't sugarcoat anything and my door is open to everyone anonymously that has, you know, sexual pleasures and different unique things. 
So um, the cucumber challenge, I'm just trying to figure out, is this what society has come down today, folks? You know, like, um, you know, it, it things would be so much more in depth with um, showing uh, like uh, some sort of sexual um, high or pleasure, even on video cameras and videos like with porn and things of that nature. But is this what it's come down to um, having sex with a cucumber to prove that you could suck a dick? Um, let's see. Let, let me give my advice on that. I will eat a cucumber. I will cut it up, chop it up, put it in my salad and uh, balsamic vinaigrette and tear that fucking cucumber up. But <clears throat> I will not insert it. No, I will not insert it and I will not suck on it. My advice to all you bored women out there, I think that you should get a wholesome dick get a man attached to it or hell you could just get a toy that is that represents the d and get a man to fuck you like a rock star like truly fuck you and i guarantee you you will not be on social media sucking on a cucumber or entertaining corn cabbage or even eggplants i know that we use eggplants in our emojis to represent the d but let's be honest baby nothing represents the dick the dick is everything okay and i'm getting a little excited talking about it (laughs) all right all right right. so let's get into our show today our show we're gonna we're gonna let's let's start with uh let's start with sadism right Sadism is a um, particular art, a particular fetish that people are into, and I personally um, represent um, that art. Um, I am very much into the sadism, um, sadism, or how do I pronounce it? Let me, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Um, This particular um, um, sadism, we're going to uh, explore this and uh, get into uh, get deep into it. Um, with this, uh, this topic is um, associated with all my pajamas is leather, and um, as I said before, this topic um, is this um, segment is my favorite seg- segment because we talk about fetishes, and with um, sadism, um, it is the tendency to derive off of pleasure, especially sexual gratification from inflicting pain, suffering or humiliation on others. Hmm. (laughs) I like that. You know, if you don't know how your girl likes it, I'll tell you, that's just the way I like it. Okay? Um, So sadism is about inflicting pain. Now, why are people involved in this and what turns them on to this particular, um, this particular fetish? Well, the fetish itself is, um, it, it dates back to many years and I feel the, the, um, the art of dominance makes people love this particular fetish. Now, dominance and control is the name of the game when it comes to this fetish. Um, 
because people like to some some people like to let people lead you know and the people that like to let people lead are the people that get sexual gratification out of uh, sadism um the people usually controlling them a lot of times they don't get uh, sexual gratification and a lot of times they do it depends on the person but the person that uh, that gets the most of an arousal is the person that is being performed on. Now, um, the different sadisms consist of, let's see, spanking, sadism. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. The different uh the different acts of sadism consist of spanking, slapping, pinching, nipple clamping, uh, ball clamping, uh, anal beads, um, choking, beating, anything that hurts, uh, verbal humiliation, um, physical humiliation, um, violation of one's caliber. Um, within this uh, art and culture, this is what turns the person on that is involved in sadism. Now, me personally, I am heavy involved in it, and um, I, I personally like to be spanked. I love to be spanked. Now, um, in my personal experiences in sexual pleasure with sadism, um, my partners, I've had one to two partners that never had a uh, an arousal towards this sexual act. But when they performed it on me, you know, their dick, it got really hard. So it was something new for them, the fact that they spanked me and I climax and I was so aroused from it, it aroused my, um, the, the person that was spanking me. Now, was spanking something that I've always liked? Um, it was some type of, uh, it was really something that I've always thrived off of. I just love discipline. I, I love it. And I think that discipline for me is like a naughty thing, like bad girl type of thing. And it turns me on. And um, for me to be into sadism, I would love to get the listeners involved. And I would personally love for you to drop voice messages and let me know how you feel about it. And, um, you know, if you are into sadism as well, we know from the movie, um, uh, what is it, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, it gets into a little bit of sadism. Now, um, the art of it and, you know, the punishment of one crying, um, the, the person that the sadism is being put on, some people may feel that it is torture, but the torture is the love from it. This is what the thriving comes from, the sexual act of one's character and their ability to dominate you, dominant, dominating and conquering over one's, uh, I would say, <laughs> I would say, um, 
pregnancy, dominating over one's um, psyche is very it's 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 in a while a very very dark fetish um and i love it so um you know that's what i personally um love about this um sadism i would like to hear from more viewers and what they particularly particularly like about sadism because we will always go back to different things and topics that we have talked about because you can never it's such a broad um it's such a broad uh um art a, a fetish you can never really like run out out of things to say about it you know like there's just so much to talk about when you when you're talking about sadism and you know um i feel like this is something that if you are not into and you would love to try it you can try it but start off very very small and little do not just if you have been having regular sex okay babe you do not want to um take your partner by the throat and start choking them while fucking them because i'm pretty sure that their eyes will bulge out of their head and they will call the cops on you or say what the hell are you doing what kind of woman do you take me for <laughs> so don't just <laughs> don't just take my word i don't want to get in trouble i don't want a whole bunch of angry people coming to the podcast talking about you told my no 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 i what i'm what i'm I'm advising you to do is to um, actually test the waters with this and um, do just a tiny bit of research on it. Um, Just start off small. If you have never um, practiced the art of sadism, um, my recommendation would be to, if you would like to perform it on someone, may probably spank them. Um, If you would like for somebody to, you know, um, perform um, sexual pleasures um, on you or, you know, maybe choking them lightly, you know, just start off small. Don't, don't just dive in and and buy a whole bunch of nipple clampers and leather mask and start, um, you know, poking your uh, tongue out through the leather mask and crawling around the house with a a leash. Um, I'm sure that your spouse might be a little creeped out by it. So we're going to (laughs) leave this and we are going to go into another another topic um let's see oh okay so orgasms what are orgasms so orgasms are physical and emotional sensation experienced at the peak of a sexual excitement usually resulting from stimulation of the sexual organ and usually accompanied in the male by ejaculation an instance of experiencing this intense or unrestrained excitement okay so now that we know what an orgasm is let's dive into the art of orgasms and how can one achieve an orgasm well, I had went on to a site and I want to share that with you because I feel that everybody could benefit from this. I mean, as I said before, you know, um, orgasms is like a drug. To just have sex with anonymous people um, or with your spouse and not have an, have an orgasm, what's the point? Um, you know, I feel like 
you know, having sex and not having an orgasm on the male and female gender, or, you know, if you're gay, whatever, you know, whatever you love, Priscilla Serena loves it. And, um, I want to see how you feel as far as orgasms, period, because orgasm is an orgasm, whether you're gay, straight, bi, an orgasm is an orgasm. But, um, for me to just have sex, uh, to fuck, you know, um, I feel like, um, and not to have an orgasm, there's no point in doing that. It's like having a hot dog without the bun and ice cream without the cone. That's like, um, that's like having, let me use something else. It's like having a body without a head. I mean, the whole point of an or sex is the orgasm. Now, if you didn't know that, I am telling you now, you need to have an orgasm. And um, they're very important. For me, an orgasm in sexual contact is a drug for me. I have to have an orgasm. And if I don't, I can, I can become very livid. I really do. Because it's just like, bro, you really wasted my time. Like, I came here in heels, um, decked out, and contour. Couture just ready for you. And I wanted you to really like, really like show me and slay it and, and really like take me to the highest high. And they don't know what the hell they're doing. So I don't want this to happen to my listeners. I don't want you to be pissed off. I'm like, you know what? I took this girl to the movies or wherever. <laughs> or I took this girl to a freaking hotel with a hot tub or whatever. And she really did not deliver. Okay, so... So let's talk about the vagina orgasm. Hmm. I love this. So let's get started. Okay. So I'm on Healthline and dot uh, com, and the author on Healthline dot com is. Let's see. Her name is Deborah Sullivan. So. Okay, so what vagina, vaginal orgasms aim to use fingers or a toy for penetration instead of the penis. Mimic the come hither or circular motion rather than an in and out movement. Repeat motions that feel good so that the feelings will build up. Okay, so let's just like elaborate on this um for you men out there that you're trying to make sure that you want to make sure that your your significant other or anonymous sex um partner is climaxing you want to focus on the clitora as i said stated before because um the the clitora is the main factor in making a woman come and if she says she came she's lying to you i promise you Xrena will not lie to you baby i am a woman and i know women lie about coming because we I'm not going to say I because I'm not going to tolerate just lying to somebody. But women lie because they just don't want to take the time out to have to climax and to tell a man this is how you need to do it. And I think it's very interesting that I'm sharing this with you because it's really sharing a secret that us women keep to ourselves. So you want to play with the clitora lightly. Get a little vibrator and, you know, you can still you can have sex with her from behind or from front, but you want to get her clitoris stimulated 
in preparation of an epic orgasm. Okay, now let's talk about the anal orgasms. I love anal sex, baby. I am a queen, Reina, when it comes to um, oral sex. I'm not always going to put myself in it because I love sex. And anal sex is so, so, it's so, so good. Okay, so the website, it talks about exploring the anal orgasm. Anal orgasms are much more common in men because of the prostate, but can also be achieved simply by rubbing the outside of the anal opening as well as stimulating the inside of the anus with a finger. When it comes to anal sex, please, please, please use lube. Butts don't naturally produce lubricant. And the skin around the area is very prone to tears, which can lead to unwanted infections. Now, um, personally for me, I found that I personally find that my butt does get lubricated for some reason. My butt, my my anus gets wet. It does. Um, uh, they call this the no-no area. And a lot of women and a lot of men, um, there are people that are prudish and that frown upon it in society, but I feel that it's just an add-on to the fun, the epic fun of sex, and you should explore it carefully. <laughs> carefully. <laughs> Don't just shove it in her ass because you know what it's going to feel like. It's going to feel like a nuke missile going up there, and she's going to shoot right out the window if it's nearby. So don't just go in there and dive in. <laughs> you want to do it lightly and get a, a lube, as the website said, um, healthline.com, and really um, tread lightly when it comes to introducing someone to the anal sex. I recommend um, thinking of bunnies and relaxing. I don't know, maybe Kenny G, Barry White, some soft music helps um, because after it gets in there, you want to stand on your heels and uh, touch your toes and let it go. Okay, Um, let's see. So let's continue on. So let's see how a man, in the, on a man's point of view, how they achieve their orgasms, okay? So give me um, a sec while I find that. Because I'm pretty sure there are little uh, stimulating tricks, oh, like other than the prostate, because some men aren't open to the prostate. And I understand that because we were born and raised to... Uh, to believe certain things, um, to not be in touch with your prostate or your anus. We were raised, a lot of us were raised differently, and some of us were raised not to touch it or not to enjoy it, but it's science. Science stands, science does not lie. Um, the prostate is a high um, um, stimulant for a man. Um, but we will look at other things that turn men on, which... Um, I'm sure that everyone would love for me to specify on. So let's talk about the male orgasms. All right. Okay, so everydayhealth.com. Cheryl Alkin. 
when you know there is see these these women giving advice on a man topic there's nothing wrong with that i'm just saying it's okay um hmm let's see if we could get a man's point of view from this let's see well let's see what it says okay so it says um male climax the fuel for process leading to orgasm is testosterone a hormone produced in steady supply by the testicles the testicles also make millions of sperm each day which mature and then are mixed with whitish protein rich fluid these fluids nourish and support the sperm so they can live after ejaculation for a limited of time. This mixture of fluid and sperm, known as semen, is what is moved through the urethra and out of the penis during orgasms. Testosterone is the primary factor which drives sexual desire, says Michael Igber. A physician is uh, urology and urology, and female pelvic medicine. The sexual desire or or libido is the key in kicking off the process that will lead to orgasms. If a man has no sex drive, for example, if he has clinically low testosterone or is suffering from depression, his body may not respond sexual stimuli and he may not be able to experience an orgasm. The man perceives something or someone that promotes sexual interest. That perception prompts the brain to send a signal down the spinal cord to the sex organs, causing an erection. So, you know, with this and talking about this, I think a lot of times sex can be more visual with the male. Now, you know, you can argue with me and, uh, you know, call in and uh, let me know or drop that voice in that voice box and let me know how you feel. But I do feel that um, sometimes in what I see, um, sex could be more visual and more psychological in a female aspect. Um, but I do know when there is a strong attraction with the male, their eyes get dilated. I am all in the face, the, the body parts and everything. I've noticed that the pupil, the pupils of the eyes dilate when they're aroused and in women too, because I am bisexual. So I do notice that sexual stimulation stimulates the pupils and a lot of hormones, a lot of uh, nerve endings and everything. Like, it will make a person crazy in a good way. So, um, you know, um, orgasms are the shit. And um, I feel that one should achieve those orgasms and always um, search for search for an epic uh, orgasm in order to appreciate sexual pleasures because sexual without orgasms there is no such thing as sexual pleasures please be protected use condoms um if you're married okay you know but it is dangerous out there there are a lot of diseases so i do want my listeners to know that you know even having um fun with sex practice safe sex Okay, I want you guys to live a long and healthy life, and I do feel that it's important in order to um, not to have those uh, crazy um, diseases that uh, one does not um, enjoy, or they're. I'm pretty sure they're very painful and things of that nature. So practice safe sex unless you have a partner that you are with and you um, 
you get tested um, on a regular. I am smart about those things. That's why I have lasted for this long and I remain beautiful and healthy. Okay, um, let's see. So we went into All My Pajamas is Leather, which was uh, sadism is one um, practice that we, we touched on and um, we went and elaborated on. Okay, and now let's talk about how to have fun and amazing sex with your partner. Okay, so um, my advice um, into having sex, um, wonderful sex, is why don't you try something spontaneous? Um, like why don't you, okay, for couples, let's, let's, let's go into the couple realm first. We're gonna do this. If you're looking to spice up your sex life, women, get out of that funky mood of being a good girl nobody wants to hear that you're a good girl and if you want to ring on it you better (laughs) you better let that inner sex freak goddess come out because no man wants to see a goody two shoes and then get bad sex in the end a man wants to see that he could fall in love with an intelligent woman of course and be with a woman you know but they also want to make sure that that woman can put um that woman can perform and um that's what it's all about performance so i see a lot of women going on dates and saying oh i have to wait with three months because i'm pretty sure everybody uh read books and what men appreciate but you know what those are books and everybody needs to make money okay so let's break the ice let's break that barrier and that lie um i'm not a religious person i do not judge religious people but you do not have to wait till marriage and you do not have to wait three months a man if he wants to be with you his mind is made up at the door okay a part of a man being with a woman I feel is sexual pleasure their intelligence and how they carry themselves financially okay a woman thinks a little bit different she'll think um as soon as she meets a person while I want to marry them um it doesn't I don't care about the sex this is some women not all I've noticed from women that I spoke uh, I've spoken to um I want to get married. I want, you know, I want this this type of life. And, you know, like, so it's a little different for both sexes. Um, I do feel that women need to drop the panties and start, uh, you know, start being submissive a little bit um, or dominating. You could be dominating and, and rule that ass on that man. You could be dominating, but don't hold out because whether a man wants to be with you or not, his mind his mind is made up at the dinner table when he's taking you out. He knows that he wants a second date. And I'm sure the same consists for a, for a woman. She knows what she wants the moment she meets you. You know, so I think that um, if you want to have sex, don't think so much. Stop thinking. You know, is this person going to respect me tomorrow? Don't think, just do. Enjoy. Enjoy the sexual pleasures and show him what you got. And man, you know the men? You show her what you got. Show her that you will fuck her like a rock star. You will fuck her senselessly. And you will have her talking to her girl- girlfriends to, to days on end. Um, I feel like women, you need to just like let loose. Don't always feel like, oh, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it to myself and I'll lock on it because while you're doing that, he's fucking somebody else. And I guarantee you that men are horny. 
okay? They're not just gonna sit on the sideline and wait for you to open up. They'll probably say, oh, okay, let me just add her an equation and see what it's about. But the moment that you, you're you just like, no, I'm not gonna, they're already calling, you know, Sandra on the other end. You wanna hook up tonight? Like every, this is 2019, uh, I'm about to say 18. This is 2019, you know, everything moves fast. Fast foods, you know, um, everybody's, you know, going and coming and the months are on my super fast. So like nobody, like nobody's doing this cookie cutter image. And if you are, just know along with your cookie cutter image that, you know, you're the person that you want to be your husband is being somebody else's daddy, okay? All right, so let's move on from this. So we're gonna talk about something else, baby, because you know that's just the way I like it. So <laughs> let's move on. Okay, so we're gonna talk about sex and science. Hmm. So with sex and science, we're going to explore the psychological, medical, and scientific aspects of sex. The health. Okay? So, um, what are different, um, what are different, um, attributes that sex caters to? Let's see. Okay, so sex, excuse me, on um, webmd.com slash sex, it talks about um, 10 surprising health benefits of sex. And one, let's see, you may not off more quickly after sex for good reason. It improves sleep. After an orgasm, the hormone proclectin is released, which is responsible for feelings of relaxation and sleepless uh, sleepiness. After sex, says Sheena, a psychiatrist in Hollywood, this is what causes the ultimate um, relaxation. Eases stress. Being close to your partner can soothe stress and anxiety. Ambadar says, which um, he is a doctor, says touching and hugging can release your body's natural feeling, good hormone. Sexual arousal releases a brain chemical that revs up your brain, pleasure and reward system. Sex and intimacy can boost your self-esteem and happiness too as well. It's not only a prescription for a healthy life, but a happy one. Okay, helps keep your immune system humming. Sexual, 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 sexually active people take fewer sick days. People who have sex have higher levels of what defends your body against germs, viruses, and other intruders. Researchers in Pennsylvania found that college students who had sex once or twice a week had a higher level of the certain antibody compared to students who had a sex less often. 
you should still do all the other things that make your immune system happy, such as eat right, stay active, get enough sleep, keep up with your vaccinations, use a condom if you don't know both of your STD statuses, okay? Um, It boosts your libido. Longing for a more lively sex life, having sex will make sex better and will improve your libido. For women having sex, it ups vaginal lubrication, blood flow, and elasticity, um, they say. All of women make sex feel better and help you crave more of it. Improves women's bladder control. All right, listen up, ladies. (laughs) A strong pelvic floor is important for avoiding... um, incontence something that will affect about 30% of women at some point in their lives. Good sex is like a workout for your pelvic floor muscles. When you have an orgasm, it causes contractions in those muscles, which strengthens which strengthens them. It lowers blood pressure pressure. There have been many studies that um found that sexual intercourse, um, specifically not masturbation, uh, lowered, um, systolic blood pressure. Uh, that's the first number on your blood pressure test. Um, let's see. I know there's like maybe one more. Counts and exercise. Sex is a really great form of exercise. They call it sexercise. So I know that to be true. Um, it won't replace the treadmill, but it counts for something. Sex uses about five calories per minute, four more, four more calories than watching TV. It gives you a, you a one-two punch. It bumps up your heart rate and use, uses various muscles. So get busy. You may even want to clear your schedule to make time for it on a regular basis. Like with exercise, consistency helps maximize the benefits of Penzone, uh, Penzone says, which is he's a doctor. Lowers heart attack risk. A good sex life is good for your heart. Besides being a great way to raise your heart rate, sex helps uh, helps keep your estrogen and testosterone levels in balance. When either one of those is low, you begin to get lots of problems like um, heart disease and other things that consist of lack of sex. Having sex more often may help. During... One study, men who had sex at least twice a week were half as likely to die of a heart attack as men who had sex rarely. So men, you know, get busy, get those, get those hormones going and find that pretty lady that, pretty lady that you want to bang. Um, lessons pain. Before you reach for an aspirin, try for an orgasm. Orgasms can block pain. It releases a hormone that helps raise your pain uh, threshold. Simulation without orgasms can also do the trick. We found that vaginal stimulation can block chronic back and leg pain. And many women have told us that genital self-stimulation can reduce menstrual cramps, um, arthritic pain, and in some cases, even headaches. May, pro, uh, may make prostate cancer less likely. 
Men who ejaculated frequently at least 20 times a month were less likely to get prostate cancer. During a study, uh, doctors had noticed that you need a partner to a need a partner to reap this benefit: sexual intercourse, nocturnal um, um, emission, and masturbation were all part of the equation. It's not clear that sex was the only reason that mattered in that study. Lots of factors affect cancer risk, but more sex won't hurt. Okay, so uh, we touched on all of those, my loves, and um, I definitely enjoyed all the things that we talked about because, you know, that's just the way... And Xrena always likes it hot, heavy, um, hard, soft. I love making love. I love anal sex. I love fetishes. And I want to know what you guys love as well. I want everybody to come out of the box and let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk about what people don't want to talk about. I want to know all of my freaks out there. Everybody that wants to talk about sexual pleasure, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you and I will continue to talk and have these conversations with you because I feel that I love talking about sex and my whole life consists of it. So um, if you are out there and you love to listen or if you haven't, tell a friend and tell another friend to get down with erotic sex talk with x your host, because every Saturday we will have more and more fun. And when it does become more and more um, well-known, I will do more segments. So it won't just be Saturday. It will be more days to come. Um, Next week, I do have um, a show that's going to consist of um, a talk about transgenders. Um, is it cool for them to, you know, have sex with a straight man and not to share their uh, their current uh, status of, you know, who they really are? That is next week's show. And also, um, we're going to talk about other things to come. Um which I am going to leave out because I want you all to tune in. So we are not just going to talk about, um, you know, the transgender topic. We will talk about different other different sexual topics. We will talk about, um, we will talk about, uh, another segment of all my pajamas is leather with, um, another type of fetish and, uh, there will be, um, more to come. So thank you for tuning in. I love you guys so much. Catch my kisses, catch my kisses. And you know, that's just the way your girl likes it. So if you love me so much, and if you are one person that would love to listen to my voice, just ramble on about sex, 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 and incredible facts as well. You know, tune in next week. I love you guys. Bye. Have a good one. Be safe. Practice safe sex.